Hi, I'm Nellie, your host of the Be Well with Nell podcast. I'm here to enrich your life in the areas of health, wellness, business, relationships, personal development, and everything in between. Think of me as your new health and wellness bestie and get ready to step into my world and elevate yours. Let's be well together. Hello, my love. Welcome back to another episode of the Be Well with Nell podcast. I am coming to you recording this intro from the beautiful Port Stephens in New South Wales. I'm currently away camping with my family and I've just locked myself in the caravan to record this intro. If you can hear puffy little dogs in the background, I have both the Cavoodles literally sitting here staring at me, breathing so heavily. <laughs> Teddy, you sound like you have just run a marathon. Oh, here comes Milo. Hello, buddy. <laughs> so that is my current sitch, but we make do on the road. I literally brought my podcasting equipment here with me so that I could record this intro. But today I'm super excited to bring you the part two of my chat with the Souls in Sync girls, Maya and Eliza. If you haven't listened to part one yet, pause this right now. Go back and listen to part one because otherwise you will start this and be like, what the heck are they talking about? Because <laughs> it sort of just flows on so nicely from the last episode. Um, and you know what? I'm not even going to chat too much because I know you guys are here to just listen to the juice. We talk all things womanhood and friendships and we really delve deep into the menstrual cycle and hormones and living in flow. And we honestly got so much incredible feedback from part one and I'm so excited to share part two with you guys. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy. So if anyone wants to do a silent retreat with me, hit That's me up. We won't be that, talking, was, but we I can go together. About doing a silent retreat. <laughs> I've never even heard of a silent yeah. retreat. I had a client the other well, day. Well, literally we like don't speak. Yeah. There's a, a client the other day. did For 12 a, days. Oh, 10, yeah, 10 or 12 days. How amazing would that wow. be? How you can't even do No eye contact, no journaling, no phones. You eat like, a, it's like. I think it's come. It's like a yoga practice, I believe. I, actually, I may be I so wrong. I did a silent retreat. It was only for two days because it was in my yoga teacher training. Um, I do think, though, that I was too young at the time to actually understand why it benefited us so much. It benefited, benefited us. Yeah. But, and you know what? I think at the time I was more, um, I enjoyed breaking the rules and I'd like just talk to myself. <laughs> I'm such a rebel. I'm <laughs> such a <laughs> That's actually very Hey, cutie, how are you today? Yeah, because yeah. it's, yeah, by being silent and you're not talking to anyone, no one's talking to you, you're not, you're not consuming anything, you yeah. are just with your thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. people that do yeah. the darkness retreats and they wear like a blindfold. That would be wow. the next level. I think, yeah, it would be like silent retreat and then darkness would be next level. But I met, I met this girl that had done one um, at this retreat and she did the 12-day one and she said it's, actually crazy how because how much your brain plays tricks on you um Mm -hmm. so in at day three they say that's like the hardest because you realize okay wow it's been because you're meditating for like eight hours a day it's like doing a Um, fast yeah yeah day three is the hardest yeah day three and she's like i literally was sitting meditating and my brain was like convincing me i was pregnant and that i had to get out like you have to leave because your brain like we're wired to take the path of least resistance like that's our evolution we want the easy way out to keep survival easy to rest to like you know and so they her brain knew this was going to be like super tough and it's like nah you're pregnant you got to go you got to go but she like sat through it and she lasted the whole like 12 days and she said day eight she had this like back pain for so many years and on the eighth day in her meditation, she was just crying and all these visions came to her about this time at school. She got really badly bullied by this girl for like a whole year and it was really traumatic. Um, and she just had to sit and breathe through it wow. and back pain, gone. Wow. Like wow. gone. I was wow. like, that is so crazy. Imagine if she just yeah. gave birth. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's like, so I'm assuming she wasn't pregnant. Yeah, yeah. But your mind is so powerful and will literally play tricks on you yeah. to, uh-huh. to get you to do what it wants, to get you out of that um, and to, scary place. To get you to do what it knows. Yeah. Which is, which oh, is yeah. oh, we've got time. Quickly, check your phone. What notifications yeah. do you have? But that's like the same um, as like people that live off sugar and glucose and they keep eating sugary things because that's what their brain's telling them that they Mm. need for energy. Mm. And then as soon as you, um, like, haven't had anything, you will start getting headaches, you'll start getting dizzy because that's your brain literally saying, give us sugar because it's a lot easier for the brain to get a quick glucose hit and have energy from that than it is for the body to tap into your fat stores or something because we're full of energy. We've got energy everywhere. Mm -hmm. But it's a lot harder for the body to do it that way. So the brain will just give you all the signs and symptoms yeah. of like, give me sugar, give me sugar. Um, you, did, okay. you did mention though, Eliza, about the back pain and that shifting when she had addressed some like root emotion. Mm. And is that not so interesting how an emotion can manifest into a physical ailment? Mm. Like you, so cause you, yeah, you store emotion and trauma yeah. in your body. Yeah. And I don't think we, I don't think we address that enough. Like your mind and your body are not separate. No, and everything's connected. It's like Louise Hay, love her, my girl. You can heal your yeah. life. Her book, whole list of physical symptoms and then affirmations that you can use to clear that symptom. And I kid you not, every single time I read that book after having like a little niggle in my back or my elbow or something, spot on. Mm. It's always, but it's always that subconscious thought that I'm not actually aware of until um, Louise brings it to life. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, we go straight to, like, if, if you've got a pain or something in your body, you go straight to that pain as a symptom. Yeah. You don't think, like, oh, what could be the root mm. cause of that pain? Like, what was I feeling when yeah. I got that pain? Or Same who was with, I with? Like, or... menstrual cramps. I know for me, the month that I decided to move overseas, I've never been so emotional in my life. And I have never had the worst. Those those cramps were so bad. Mm. And I had mm. it right down to the month that I had had prior yeah. of just, like, the, the grief of leaving my life to go start another life somewhere mm. that all came out um, in my during my period which was awesome but also a bit inconvenient yeah <laughs> but um it's isn't it just like i always say that your period is like your report card for your health for your health yeah. because isn't it so cool that us as women we have got that every month like obviously if you're menstruating you have your body giving you feedback of yeah. whether you've done it right or if things yeah. could be improved because I always know like if I've had a stressful month and maybe in the moment I don't even realize how stressed I've been or how much I've been neglecting my body and then my period rolls around I'm like fuck I've got to yeah. get my shit together yeah yeah <laughs> and I think it's that it's it's even knowing that your period is about to come around and just taking that softer approach to life and mm. your body and whatever you have to do that week yeah like I know for me like this week has been like I've literally just listened, like whatever I've wanted to do, I've listened to my body mm. and I know that will serve me in the future. And, um, when my bleed rolls around, I'll be able to enjoy it because I've listened to myself. hundred percent. Um, but no, I think like just to explain as well to the, to the ga- gals or guys that are listening, when we say like report card is like, when you get your period, if you're in like excruciating pain or, you know, you it's discomforting or you've got crazy, crazy emotions, like, I think there's like these studies, I can't remember, I don't know what study it is, but they have said that your period is like your fifth vital sign. So it's like just as important as like having a healthy pulse. So if you've got really, really like debilitating pain or um, yeah, just discomfort in any way, blood clots, irregular periods, like that is something that you really need to be looking into because it's so important. And that's what we mean by like, it's the report card. So if you're having a period that's not nice, then yeah. you're not, you know, you're not having a good, you're getting like a D and you definitely can get and deserve to get an A. 100%. I think it's so important to understand that although your energy may be a little bit lower and maybe your brain's not as sharp and like maybe you're feeling a little bit more antisocial than usual, you shouldn't feel shit. 
on your period. Like I think that is a huge misconception and I remember knowing the tipping point. Yeah. Yeah. What's like normal like cocoon like yeah feelings. Yeah. And then what's like I don't I cannot live my life. That's like like, you know it's totally normal to be a little bit more sensitive, a little bit more emotional, but if it's actually interfering with your everyday life or your partner says like, oh yeah, she's a raging bitch on her period. Like that's when it's like, okay, that's not normal. Yeah. And um, I always say this, like your body is literally communicating with you all the time and giving you these signals. And if you're coming up to your period and you've got pain and maybe you've got like sore boobs and headaches and you're moody and all this kind of stuff, like if that interferes with your everyday life, that's not normal. And although it is so common when I was a teenager, like everyone has period pain. Like it's, we all complain. We all have heat packs. Like we're all like taking sick days. I literally used to take sick days from school and work from period pain. And it was like normal. I was Mm. just like, Oh, like I'm just getting punished for not being pregnant again. Ha ha. Like I literally wrote that as a post once. Not that long ago, a few years ago. (laughs) And it's just like one of those things that is so normalized because it is so common. Um, But I think like if, if any of the listeners get one thing out of this conversation, it's be in tune with your body because if you do experience these like abnormalities where it actually does interfere with your everyday life, that's your body telling you that something's not right and you are deserving yeah. of a peaceful menstruation mm. and 100 well like the post that you did the other day how it was like oh i only get period pain like once a year but then it was like how many periods do you have over your lifetime yeah it was like i i get i'm in oh, sorry, bed yeah. once a month with debilitating pain yeah if you add that up over your lifetime that's a whole over a year yeah. spent in bed with pain and like, and but like if you're, if, not, you're, if you've got pa- painful periods like the whole week, that's like seven years of your yeah. life, which yeah. is crazy. Like, yeah. Maya did the calculation for one day, yeah. let alone yeah. girls that have painful, like, whole entire periods. Yeah. That's seven yeah. years of your life, which is and wild. there's no way, like, I will argue with anyone, your body is not designed to be like that. No, like, you are not designed oh. to be uncomfortable in pain not being able we to we literally wouldn't get periods every month if they were uncomfortable yeah, or like 100%. if they were supposed to be painful and what back in the day like our grandmothers and great-grandmothers they didn't have naprogesic yeah like yeah well like i'm sorry but if they were in excruciating pain what would they have done like it's just not it's not logical no. <laughs> and also um yeah. all of the um hormonal imbalances and things like that also didn't exist back then. I was going to say that. I feel like they wouldn't have been in pain because they wouldn't yeah. have been um, sniffing sanitizer or whatever else. Taha candles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like we live um, in our modern world. There are literally pollutants and toxins everywhere. Like in this world, we actually have to try to make the effort to not get poisoned well this is something i love talking about because our body is so good at clearing out toxins and as you said before like that's literally like what your liver is doing is clearing out toxins so it's okay to expose yourself to some of those things but because they are literally everywhere everywhere, that's i feel like my biggest drive to reduce that load within my own home and myself because then I know that my body can filter those other toxins that mm. I can't control through my Exactly, yeah. And that's why it is so important to make sure the things that are in your environment that you can control, like whatever's in your house or the food that you buy and things like that, the things you have control over, make sure they're as good and clean as possible because as soon as you open your window and you go for a walk, there is pollutants everywhere. Like yeah. if you go out to eat, you don't know exactly what they're using, but your body can handle yeah. that because of the things that you do 90% of the time. When you're being proactive. Proactive. Well, and then you can go out and eat and enjoy the meal that you're having Mm. and not being like, oh my God, what's this made out of? Like, I'm stressing out so much. Because if you're stressing about it, that's going to fuck yourself up anyway. But it's also like back to that jar analogy that you were saying. Like, if you are so clogged up with toxins and you're so sick, you then go and have um, a croissant and that can make you so ill because you're already... Yeah. so sick yeah but if you're a healthy person with a healthy body 
and you can you can have that croissant and be like oh yeah like i feel fine because i can handle it because our bodies are actually really really good at being able to process things but the issue is is in this day and age because there are so talk so many toxins and shit like that everywhere our toxic buckets are full and they're overflowing and then you can't keep adding to that because then your body just can't handle it yeah and then that's, you know, where the disease comes from and the skin problems and all this kind of stuff because it's all got to come out of mm. somewhere. Yeah, 100%. I think as well, like, for me with the toxin stuff, because I think it can be super overwhelming when you start to dive into this world. Like, mm. you do this whole, like, diet shift and, like, water shift and movement shift and then it's like, oh, my gosh, now I have to change, like, I can't trust anybody in this world. Oh, like, so it, for the girl, like, for anyone that's listening, I think it's super important that, yes, you be aware of these things, but it's really stressful to, to really, when you dive deep into it and understand that it's a lot, a lot of what we're consuming can be really harmful for our bodies without us even knowing. So I think, like you said, um, Nelly, it's just like making those small steps to do what you can with what you can control and just do one thing at a time because it can be expensive like going from plastic tupperware to glass tupperware or you know getting teflon pans and going to cast iron pans like it can be a really expensive thing 100% go to op shops because you can get so many things I know Maya is a massive advocate of getting so many good goodies from op shops like glass jars and um, cast iron pans or stainless steel pans but yeah just start small just like one thing at a time and my with like products that I put on my skin, whenever I, I'm not perfect. I definitely have, I'd say majority of my products and natural, but I still have my NARS concealer. But when I run out of my concealer, like I just, each time I run out of products, I ask myself, do I a hundred percent need this product? And if I love yeah. putting on concealer, then I'll buy it again. But the next question I'll ask is, is there a more natural alternative? to the concealer I've been using. And nine times out of 10, there is a more natural, um, and that's the great thing is, I think maybe in our parents' era, when all of this like fast consuming stuff came out, there wasn't actually as many options that we have now for natural alternatives. Like you can get natural sunscreen and, you know, obviously Nelly, you've got a beautiful natural skincare brand. Um, which is amazing. I've used many products, so Thanks, go girls. get it, girls. Um, girl. But but yeah, I think it's all, it can be really scary, but it's also like looking at the positives. We're really lucky in the world that we live in today that there are so many cool emerging brands coming out that are making it easier for us to consume less toxic um, things in our life as well. And And it's even like with food as well. Like we're not... I think we don't even realize how lucky we are that you can actually go to the servo nowadays and get a coconut water or a kombucha. kombucha. Yeah. Like a few years ago when I worked in a health food store, the only place you could get like a decent drink that wasn't just water was at the health food store. Like now it is so accessible. And I think like you said before, there are so many brands that are coming out with clean, you know, skincare and beauty and um, cleaning products and things like that. Like we are actually surrounded by so much stuff. It's actually crazy. So it's, we're actually quite spoiled for choice. And it's like, if you don't like that concealer, then you can try a different yeah. brand until you find one that you like. Yeah. I've done that with a lot of things where I'm like, mm, yeah, maybe that one wasn't the best, but let me just try another brand. Um, 100%. Um, I think your values come into it a lot too because for everyone uh, no one's perfect like you got to go live like off grid and just grow all your own food and all that kind of stuff to be Not perfect speak to a soul. Um, literally but it's like you need to sit down with yourself and be like okay what are some like non-negotiables for me personally yeah and then what things am I like you know what I'll let that slide because that actually brings me like happiness yeah or something like that like if you love going and getting your nails done and that's like your treat and you're like I really feel self-conscious about my hands like I feel so much more confident with nails then like if you're getting your nails done and that's like one of the only things that you're doing that's like quote-unquote toxic then like that's so fine and your body can handle the toxins from that if you're doing your best in every other way um and then for some people they might be like why would I get my nails done? Like, that's yeah. just not something that yeah. appeals to me. 
Um, and that's okay. Like everyone's got their different values and different things that are like, all right, these are my non-negotiables and then these things I can let slide. I would also take that one step further and I like to challenge myself. And if I run out of a product, I go, do I actually need that product? So like, for instance, I threw out, because I'm moving, I threw out so many of my makeup brushes and my makeup and I was like, oh, I'll just like buy some more things over there. But I was like, but do I need seven different brushes? Like, mm-hmm. do like I don't even yeah. know which, which brush I use for what. Yeah. And do I need a foundation and then a concealer? Or am I okay with like a tinted moisturizer or something like that? Something mm-hmm. like that. I was just going to say, we definitely live in like a consumer society where like we're constantly being told you need this for this and you need this for this. Like you you know you don't actually need a bathroom cleaner and a kitchen cleaner and a surface cleaner and a glass cleaner like that's marketing (laughs) so that you buy all the things you can use the one product water and vinegar for everything you can use your you can use vinegar to clean your hair you can you can i do it actually don't need all of these different products for all these different things like there are so many things that you're being sold by marketing it's probably the same stuff with yeah. a different label on it. and that's the thing like, as well it's like, even though we've got so many like i mean not to go back onto the negative but it's great that we have all of these emerging brands like healthy brands but also they're like out here to make money as well like there's and there's a lot of brands that are very very good at marketing and like sneak all these nasty ingredients in but it looks like like they've got one organic ingredient that looks amazing. Um, but also, again, they're like selling us multiple different products that maybe we only need one or two of those and that feels good for us. Um, so, yeah. yeah, 100% just like like Maya said and just just sit with yourself and just like give you, like go and like meditate on it and be like, you know, do bleed a SWOT analysis. Like, yeah, get a, get your journal out, bleed on it. We bleed on it. With the, I'll explain why we guys, we say bleed on it. So... Actually, our teacher Gemma, she speaks about it, and a lot of girls sort of in the menstrual cycle space will say bleed on it because maybe when you have like an argument with your boyfriend or like you know you're trying to make a big decision, we always say oh, I'll just sleep on it, which that does definitely help. But your intuition when you're bleeding, that's when it's at its peak. Like that is when like back hundreds and hundreds of years ago, they used to send women into these like menstrual cycle tents to speak to the gods because that's how inch like how high their intuition was so when you've got a big decision or you're like trying to decide on important things in your life like just wait for your bleed and like go into your cocoon and just bleed on it and you will know like that is when you're going to be most connected to like what you really want in your core so yeah bleed on it is that when you decided to move overseas (laughs) but it's actually it makes sense because when you are bleeding you're so much more sensitive yes and i know um i've actually learned this through a bit of a pattern because for some reason every time i'm bleeding or about to bleed um we either have people usually family come stay with us or we go back home and stay with family and there's so many moments where i get like ultra sensitive or like triggered by things which wouldn't normally mm-hmm. bother me and i've noticed it in these situations because i'm like why am i always like this when someone's visiting well, it's literally <laughs> and it's because like, i'm bleeding and it's a cycle too so like you notice what comes up for you during like your follicular your luteal your menstrual your ovulatory phase like they're coming up for a reason mm. and it's so cool you yeah. can tune into that and be like like for me, I know that I have the same feeling every luteal phase. Eliza and I have actually spoke about this too. And she said that she's like, I've been feeling like this in my luteal phase too. Work with yourself and be like, how can I release that? Because yeah. that's going to keep yeah. it yeah. if you don't let it go. 100%. Yeah, 100%. don't dismiss it. Because I think when you start to learn about, oh, like sometimes you can put yourself into a box. I think it's really important to understand your menstrual cycle, but not cling on to those emotions. Like, or you're supposed to feel like a little bit down or self-conscious during your luteal phase. So then sometimes like, I think Maya and I were sort of feeling those emotions, like feeling a little bit self-conscious about certain things. And we're like, oh, it's just because we're in our luteal phase and we'll dismiss it, dismiss it, dismiss it. And yes, it's normal and it's, you know, it's okay and you can give yourself grace. But if that's coming up every single cycle, like I'm really really self-conscious I think for me it's like jumping on the Instagram stories like I'm really self-conscious about jumping on the Instagram stories and like showing the goofy side of myself 
And it's like, okay, that's continuously popping up for me. Don't just dismiss it as like a luteal phase thing. Like actually like what can I be doing to work with myself and like actually like listen to what my cycle is telling me um, and then, yeah, sort of make sure that that's, I guess, digested. I yeah. can't think yeah. of the word. Move through your, <laughs> through your process. Yeah. Dealt with chapter closed. Yeah, because it's like especially because – our different hormones are fluctuating throughout different times of our cycle. So if you're having certain feelings that keep popping up, it's just like when I, you know, if a client gets cyclical headaches, they get headaches around ovulation every single month. I look at that and I'm like, okay, well, what are you doing at this time of your month firstly? Like what does your routine look like? Is there anything that you're doing differently or anything that could improve? But it's also like looking at the hormones, like, all right, estrogen's on the rise when you're ovulating is there some sort of issue that is possibly like is your estrogen high like are you not detoxing estrogen probably is it something to do with your testosterone like are you in your masculine too much and is that then affecting your ovulation because we obviously need healthy amounts of testosterone but too much when you're ovulating is not good when you're ovulating you're in your most feminine flowy beautiful sexy you know, that's when you're on heat, yeah. right? So having that masculine energy heightened during that time out of balance, of course, that's going to cause issues in your physical body because that's not how it's supposed to be. So it's so important as well to like, you know, if you've got things that are recurring, things that are like painful or even like emotions and feelings and things like that, yeah, they could also, yeah, yeah, they could very much be linked with... um with those hormones too and I actually saw a post of um, a coach who works with women and their hormones and things like that and she said if you have got issues with like being attracted to toxic men and like toxic masculinity and like um, talking down on yourself and thinking that you need to hustle all the time and like all these toxic masculine energies she's like well no wonder like you're having issues with this because it's linked to your liver meridian and that causes all these I problems in your cycle and I was like wow like the energetics yeah. are mm-hmm. so because it just it makes so much sense again it's one of those things where people are like oh that's so woo woo but mm. it's like but it's so logical she's probably waking up at 3am every morning exactly yeah yeah and it's like you're struggling to detox and you've got all these issues and it's like yep and it's with your liver and something that I find a lot with my clients that have cystic acne and PCOS where their testosterone is high they're always in their masculine. Like they're the type of girls where I'm like, you need to just let go and go into your feminine. They're usually like the ones in the household that have to take care of everything. They're usually like the breadwinners. They're the ones that have to do everything. They've got partners that maybe aren't too supportive or they're working multiple jobs and they're providing and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, that's why, because you're in your masculine energy so much. And um, yeah, and then again, like your masculine is affecting your liver. And it's a whole cycle because then that affects the way that you can metabolize your hormones and then it's just circling back around. Everything is a cycle. Yeah. And everything's connected. Okay. You both are obviously like quite wise ladies and you're on this whole journey of understanding, you know, your menstrual cycle and your feminine and masculine energy and all that kind of stuff. What do you wish you could tell your younger self? I'm going to cry. I used to skip on the pill when I was on the pill I used to skip my I skipped my period for an entire year and I was like this is awesome this is so convenient I haven't had a period I don't need to deal with it so if I could tell my younger self something it would be skipping your year for a period isn't convenient I could go on about that but I'll go to the next thing having coffee instead of a meal to speed up your metabolism is just creating more stress and it's not going to make you lose weight Because I remember when I was like, you know, you're in that like teenage years and you're like, oh, I just want to fit a size eight or whatever. And speed up my metabolism. I know how to speed up my metabolism. I'll drink coffee. That's not a good technique at all. Um, Your body is going to look different to others and that's because it's yours and it's unique to you. And I think that is the most, (laughs) the single most important thing I could tell anyone is that embrace your body because... You are beautiful literally no matter what. Keep things simple, including the ingredients in your food. Uh, Exercise because moving your body feels good. You can't love yourself into a body you hate. 
And I think that is very important as well because when you exercise because you know that it makes you feel amazing, I feel like you then reap the benefits from that because you look better, because you feel better about mm. yourself mentally and it's just like an ongoing effect. And then my last thing is check in with yourself because at the end of the day, you are all you have. Thank you for that's listening. Really, we'll end the podcast that's some there. Really good, good points there. Um, do you know what actually came to my mind is when you said you can't... Wait, what was the second last one? You said you can't... You can't love yourself into a body you hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you also can't heal in a body that you hate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very true. Like, like, I feel like so many people are like, oh, I've got, you know, all these problems and say you have like period pain and you're mad at your body for mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. or it's really common to be like oh my body hates me yeah like i always hear i always hear my my body shutting down on me mm. all the time yeah don't say that because it will shut down now it's listening yeah, yeah. Like, speaking honestly, it's, listening. You know, it's literally like no your body is like, crying out for help your body is trying to talk to you like imagine yourself as like a five-year-old and like the things that you say Imagine you saying that to your five-year-old self. Like, you would never, like, look in the mirror and be like, oh, my God, you're so, like, you need to go work out. You'd never say yeah. that to a five-year-old? No. Can you imagine? I hope you would and, <laughs> and the thing is, too, like, we all, and I'm actually guilty of this, we see ourselves completely different to the way others see us as well. Yeah. Like, we are our worst critics, yeah. and we can look at ourselves in the mirror and pick ourselves apart and be like, this is not perfect. That's not perfect. That needs to be budged that way. Like yeah. my face is not symmetrical. Yeah. And it's like no one else sees these things. And it's not that we want to look a certain way for other people, but we're just so overcritical of every little flaw. Mm. Like when I was younger, I was so self-conscious of my ankles that they weren't defined enough. Your ankles. <laughs> Mine were my knees, so I can I relate. was literally like... In primary school thinking, oh my God, because you remember how you sit on the floor. Mm. I used to like put my hands over my ankles because I'm like, they're not defined enough. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, Aiden like pays me out now. He's like, I love your defined ankles. <laughs> because it's like a troll thing. Because I was like, yeah. I went so long and I was like, what was I thinking as a little kid thinking? You don't have enough bone structure in your ankles. Yeah. And it's like, no one would have yeah. ever looked at that. But whereas you should think of it as my ankles are literally holding my feet to my shin so I can yeah. see this yeah. beautiful earth. Literally. But I don't think you're going to think that. No. Way that no. <laughs> or, it's even, yeah. or, it, or it's even just like, you know, when we have little quirks, like everyone's got something and it's like, oh, that's what makes me different. It's like yeah. you don't look at a dog that's got like a different colored patch on its face and be like, oh, that's yeah. like weird. You just think, like, like, oh, think, oh, that's so cute, so cute yeah. and unique. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like, why don't we think that about ourselves? Yeah. We should. We very, we should. Yeah. We very right now. If, if, if you've ever thought that, stop it and start mm. thinking a different way. Yeah. I think, like, a really nice, uh, like, exercise would be to find something that you've struggled to accept about yourself and love about yourself. And every morning, wake up, look at yourself in the mirror and, like, say an affirmation to yourself mm. about how much you love that about yeah. yourself. Because eventually you will believe that. Yeah. I've always been self-conscious about one side of my face. Me too. And I ask yeah. everyone and they're like, you look exactly the same. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I can 100% relate. I'm like, it's it's your own perception that makes it yeah. so much worse in your head. And I've been trying to take photos now on the other side that I don't normally like. Mm. Um, and to be honest, it's kind of affecting me less and less. Mm. I think I'm starting to I see things starting- that I like in that side of my face now. Do you know what helps too? I think putting yourself online and like filming your face all the time really helps. And I know some people might actually have the opposite and they actually start picking themselves apart a lot more because of that. But I actually found, because I've been filming myself for years now, like I can look at myself and be like, oh, that's not the most flattering angle, but like whatever. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. think anything of it. And I think the more and more you do it, the more you just get comfortable with that. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that's it. just my face. Yeah. Like who cares? Yeah. I am guilty of flipping the camera so that my face, because you know when you film yourself on a front camera and it films you the oh, other way that you would yeah. see yourself, I am guilty of flipping that image so that really? it's like how I see myself. Yeah. But then I'm also guilty of watching my own story like multiple times a day just because I like to watch myself. I do that too. Yeah. 
my own biggest fan. You know my reel that I posted, like the little, like the little, you know, the one. Yeah. <laughs> I watched That's that. All the views are you. I'm not even joking. I watched that like a hundred times. I was like, "Fuck, I'm so good." <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a, that's healthy. Like there's one, there's extremes. There's like extreme where you're like up yourself and like yeah. fuck everyone else. Yeah. But also like watch yourself back on camera just because you look good. It's healthy. It, and I think too, um, I think for me it's more so I love that I had the balls to actually post that because mm. mm. old me would have been like, oh no, like some people might not like that. Like yeah. I've got to please everyone yeah. kind of thing. I do admire you for that. But the fact that I posted it and I had like this big like adrenaline rush of like, yes, this feels so good. So then like I kept watching it back because I kept getting that feeling yeah. over and over again every time I watched it. And um, I think it's, you know, it's so important to be your big, che- own a big cheerleader. cheerleader. Yeah, yeah. yourself. 100%. And like believe in yourself and think like, yeah, what I'm doing is... I think as well when you do that, and I can speak from experience, it reflects because then people start saying it to you. Mm. And I don't know if you guys have experienced that, but as soon as I took myself seriously, other people took me seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I had the biggest imposter syndrome when I started Vital Alchemy because I was like, what the fuck? Who am I to like tell, give anyone advice about their health? Like it was like the biggest, like I'm just this 20 something year old girl just still trying to figure everything out. And I think the biggest thing in this industry is, you don't really learn until you are out in the world, like practicing. That's when you learn everything. Like going to uni, you learn like the foundations and the basics. Like you don't actually, yeah, it's the real life experience that gives you all the tools and knowledge and all that kind of stuff and makes you good at what you do. And I remember starting and just thinking like, wow, like no one's actually going to take me seriously. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I was just like, fake it till you make it kind yes. of thing. Oh my gosh. And oh yeah. I kind of just, you know, put myself out there and I was just kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to start. Cause I also went from doing party vlogs to this. <laughs> and now I'm like, and now people are supposed to start taking like, me seriously alcohol, about their health. And I was like, fuck, like, all right, I've just got to like, just You've a little just bit. Yourself a bit of a hole. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> but actually, like over time, I although I had to yeah fake it in the beginning and just kind of like put myself on on a pedestal a little bit and be like, yeah, like I'm really confident in my knowledge yeah. and my ability to help you and that kind of thing. Then seeing the results that I was then facilitating, I was like, oh shit, okay, well maybe. I am doing something yeah. here. And I think people and then, believe that. Yeah. They go, oh, she knows what yeah. she's talking about. And then you start getting the feedback and things like that. And then it does grow over time. And now I'm so much more confident in my skills and my abilities and things like that because I've proved to myself, like, yeah, yeah, you, you can do it. Yeah, for sure. I think that was even like us with when we started our women's circles. 100% I was up all night, like, I was so nervous about talking in front of like that many girls. Um, you never came across that way. There you go. Fake it till you make yeah. it. I was shaking in my boots. Both of you were just there like, fuck it. We've done this a million times. Like we know what we're doing. Like just you would not think that you were had just even planned anything. It's like you just rocked up and you're like, yeah, let's just do this. That's like, why you've just got to do stuff, yeah. I think. Like, um, just, yeah, go do it and figure it out when mm. you're there. <laughs> 100%. And I can guarantee you every single girl there would have thought the same thing. Like, everyone was probably sitting there, like, admiring you. Like, oh, my gosh, they're just – they've started this thing and now they're here, like, facilitating this and talking and in front of a group funny, of girls. Like, but to start with, we had no idea what we were doing. And like, but that's, that's how you learn. Like, you just have to throw yourself thing, into like, you've it. You've just got to do it, and you've just got to fake it till you make it. And I reckon, like, ninety nine percent of the time, it will turn. If you act like the person you want to be, you'll turn into that person, with 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 genuine intention. Yeah, but that's even like that saying where it's like, if you want to up level and you see a life that you want for yourself, you need to start thinking and acting in that way, yeah. so you vibrate on that yeah. level, yeah. so you can attract those things. Yeah. Because if you are like, all right, I want to be someone that is really positive and has great relationships and eats really well and is really healthy and full of energy and you're doing the opposite things mm-hmm. to that, 
you're never going to be that person. Well, I, I always think about how all of the girls that I've met at a Souls and Sync session, they all would have something in common. Like they're all the same kind of people. Um, and I honestly right. just think it's because like, like attracts like, like yeah. you are, what you are attracts the people around you. 100%. Have you guys noticed since, you know, shifting your lives that the people around you are completely different? Yes definitely. or no. Or they've grown with you. Like they might be the same people, but they've also grown in that way. Because I've definitely yeah. noticed I've still got some people in my life where we've kind of grown together. We've mm. grown in the same direction. Yeah. Um, and then the people that did not, keep up with that growth or they've grown in other ways they got left behind because it's like well yeah. <laughs> we just don't really well align a, reason, anymore. a reason or a season mm. is that the same yeah that's what I always think of but I feel like I've grown with a lot of my friends and I think my friends have taught me a lot too mm. Um, mm. but then I also think when we started souls and sync I had a very small group of friends and after starting souls and sync that's given me an opportunity to make more friends. Mm. Yeah. With like minded yeah, yeah. Like more aligned friends. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say I have a few friends like May has obviously grown with me, but then I had a lot of friends that like didn't grow with me. And I think that can be really scary as well, because I think one thing that maybe held me back for so long is you, when you're transitioning, there is a period of loneliness. Like that is just inevitable. You're going to be like, you're going to go from one spot, and then before you can get to that next spot, you actually just have to be in this like space with yourself. And that's the uncomfortable part because you don't, you don't actually realize that you're going to meet more people and make new friends that like the stuff that you do. You just think, oh, like, and then you can, it's so easy to fall back into and be like, oh, no, I'm just going to go party with those people. I'm just going to go do that thing that I used to do that makes me feel okay. And these people do hang out with me, but they don't put a lot of effort into me. I'm just going to do it because what I just experienced being alone is worse than being with some sort of people, but you don't realize there's that other side. Mm. I think there's like this mm. analogy and it's like this person's like on a cliff and um, it's like I their old the life and then their new life. And it's like, you just need to jump and they're like so mm. scared to jump. Um, but then what you don't see in the photo, and there's like a photo down the bottom, which shows you the full picture. And it's like the universe's hand is there. Like, and so when you jump, you don't realize you, you can't see the universe's hand there, like going to grab you and hold yeah. you in that big leap of faith that you've taken, but it's there. And it's like the same, I feel like I felt the same with like transitioning friends. There's a moment there where I was like, uh, you know, I was living in this house and I was clashing with the people that I used to be friends with. Um, and it would have been easier for me to make it work and just sort of like settle. Yeah. And settle and just be like, oh, well, like this is just, you know, I need to just do what they're doing. Um, but yeah, I just ha I had to stay in that state of like uncomfortableness and then you can yeah, that's why so many people get stuck and don't grow because growth happens in the discomfort and you need to shed and let go of the old to make room for the new. So it's like you don't actually have the capacity for new friendships if you don't let go of the old ones or like you can't be in an unhappy relationship and be like, oh, I just want to meet the love of my life. If you don't let go of that relationship. Yeah. I was just about to say it's like relationships. Like I feel like we've all been through a breakup that we have thought was like the end of the world and now you look back on it and you're like oh that was funny yeah <laughs> and it doesn't mean that much anymore no because you you got through it and you're fine yeah that's like like yeah like friendships like that and then it's like if you had stayed with that person oh my gosh imagine your that. life now <laughs> Like, it's crazy, like hey? Wild. And that's the thing as well. Like, I, I saw this girl, she was doing a speech and she said she runs, um, she's like runs this community of like entrepreneur women and like helps women like create their own businesses. And she was chatting and saying that all too often she will see people like go out, try the new thing and it doesn't work or it doesn't go the way that they're 
they want it to and they just so quickly close that door. They're like, oh, well, starting a business isn't for me. Like I just have to go back and do what I was doing. Like, but life is like filled with so many doors. And if that doesn't work, like just changing your perspective and being like, okay, the way that I just approach that doesn't work for me, but it doesn't mean like eating healthy or like starting a new business or making new friends or trying like a new thing isn't for me. It's just a way that I did it, didn't work out. I'm like, you need to like go out and try again because otherwise, yeah, you just fall into that like, well, that's just not me. Like I'm just not a healthy person. Like I just can't, I can't stick to a diet. Like that's just not the way that I am. But also sometimes to get to the beauty of it and to experience like with eating healthy, you need to get over that hump of it being hard in the beginning. And once you get over that, then you get to the other side and you're like, wow, this is actually, you know, so good. But people are like, oh, if it doesn't happen for me straight away, then it's just not me. Mm. But it's like sometimes you just have to stay in that discomfort for a bit and learn and grow and then get to the other side. And, you know, like the butterfly analogy, like if you help a caterpillar in a cocoon, it won't be able to fly because the wings won't be strong enough. And the caterpillar in the cocoon has to go through struggle and it has to like go through that real tough process of coming out of the cocoon because that's what makes the wings strong so that it can fly. Mm. And we need to go through these hard situations sometimes to actually be able to um, reap the fruit. What what I would want to tell my younger self is just like how intelligent and amazing my body is and that if something doesn't feel right, like listen to your body, like 100%, I think that would be like a, that would have done me so many favours. And like I think as well really, really be cautious of what you're putting in your body, like just because like even if your doctor is telling you to do it, just question it. Like I'm not saying that they're wrong or that the people that have told you is wrong, but just just research it and just like make sure that it feels good for you that you're doing it. Um, that would be and like same like fake tan and like all of the things that I used to put on my skin and body. So, but yeah, I would say number one thing was just like your body is so intelligent and you just need to listen and um, you need to slow down. So you can actually hear what your body's trying to tell you. Yeah. Slow down and stay curious. Mm-hmm. Love that. Because that's, good that's, that's the other thing. Like people don't use their intuition and they don't question anything because they don't slow down because mm-hmm. you need to slow down to be able to think about that. Because when everyone's doing something one way, you actually need to stop and reflect and be like, oh, hang on. Does that way work for yeah. me? Like, do I want to do that? Mm. Like, do just because everyone's jumping off that bridge right now, should I be doing that as well? Like, is that what I want to do? Does that feel right for me? Yeah. Feel right? Yeah. We can, we can. yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm refraining. I'm like going to say stuff, but I'm like. All right, girls. So what do you hope to teach your community of sisters? And yeah, like, what do you hope to teach the girls? And what's in the works for sis? What's coming? So I think what we hope to teach people, our strongest belief is that you hold all the answers to your body. So we would love to teach people to tune into that power and how to tune into that power. Um, And also how to live in tune with your cycle. Um, That's probably our, we're heading into more of the um, menstrual cycle um, focus after doing lots of women's groups. So Um, living in tune with your cycle, how to honor your bleed and how to recover from not honoring your bleed for so long and thinking of it as an inconvenience for so long. Mm, That's a big one. Would you add anything to that, Eliza? Yeah, no, I think you said that beautifully. I think just like creating a life that's in sync. Yeah. It's all in sync. So creating a life that is in sync with your flow. Like, like, you know, when you're just in that state of flow, like Mm. creating that for yourself all of the time and using what your body's already telling you to do that. Yeah, and I think um, from like all the posts and things you guys do, it's like learning how to use what you already have to your advantage and like the way that your body works throughout your cycle, how to actually utilize that to its best potential Mm -hmm. 
to make the most out of it because we actually hold so much power (laughs) because we are so good at different things in certain times of our cycle. Like for example, during like our follicular phase, we have more energy and we can exercise more and do all that stuff. But then while we're menstruating, we have that intuition and we can really Mm -hmm. come into ourselves and have that deep intuition and that deep, um, like feeling and almost like a knowing as well. You literally read my mind. I was just yeah. thinking, I was like, I need to say I want to help people trust their bodies. Yeah. Because like, yeah. Yeah. like so many girls have been told by like their healthcare provider, oh, nothing's wrong, but they're having all of these issues, yeah. in quotation marks, yes. challenges. But like that is your body. You know what's going on. Yeah. So and trust yourself. So often – many girls will be like, oh, I can feel that something's wrong, but I just keep getting dismissed yeah. saying nothing's wrong. So I'm trying to believe it, but my body's like telling me something else and now I'm stuck and I just don't even know what to yeah. believe. My body must just hate me Yeah, because yeah. nothing's wrong. So yeah, I think creating just like a way broader range of trust for yourself by doing yeah. those things like tapping into intuition, um, tracking a cycle so that you have that report card of your health for that month. Um, and bringing it back to basics, like having a yeah. menstruation can be done by you simply just taking like an extra day out to rest or getting a little bit of extra sleep. Like it doesn't have to be a whole life consuming thing that you're changing. Yeah. You it's don't have just, to have like you're drastic just working with your body on your own yeah. time. And I think a really good place to start if anyone's listening right now and is like, oh my God, I didn't even know that my cycle is a thing or that I can feel differently throughout my cycle or don't even know how many days your cycle is. I ask every single client, how long is your cycle? And so many people will say, oh, like three, four days. <laughs> that would have been me like a few <laughs> yeah. years ago for sure. And I get it. I used to think that too, but it's like, do you know that you actually have a whole cycle and that the bleed is just the start of it yeah like that is just a little part of it and And you have superpowers within that cycle you really do and i think the most simplest way to start is literally starting to track it so you become familiar and aware Mm -hmm. and like you guys have got that free tracker that people can download and actually sit down with it and write down where you're at every time because although apps and things are great like you're not you're disconnected from that because you just put in like a date and the app also tells you whereas you're telling your yeah yeah how you and it's it creates that like body intimacy too because you sit down after a long day and you're like how did i feel today Mm. like what went on for me yeah and like what what does my body need right now yeah yeah yeah. Instead of the app telling you, you need to do this. You'll feel like this. Yeah. You'll have this well, my flow app will send me reminders. You might have a headache today. Yeah. You might you're like, feel, oh God, yeah, I do yeah, have a headache. It's like, you might feel bloated today. Thank you. <laughs> like way to literally manifest that to happen. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It does. It does. It does. It. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Track with a yeah. handwritten tracker. Amen to that. Um, yeah. Right. What's next for us? So, Maya, if the, those of you don't know, I'm already, I'm, well, I'm currently in South Africa, but I'm traveling Europe. So Maya is moving over to Europe um, with my partner and I. She's joining us on the 9th of March. So the countdown is on. Um, and from there, we aim to offer one-on-one menstrual cycle coaching. So that will be with women that maybe have any menstrual cycle challenges um, and working with them to heal those. But also any women that just want to know what their menstrual cycle is, how to live in sync with their cycle and life, create a life that's more in sync with their flow. Uh, we also want to do like workshops as well. So just like crash courses, a bird's eye view of what your cycle looks like, a little snippet um, for the girls that maybe just want to have a little taste um, and then still continue to build a, an online community of sisters to, yeah, have be able to still do the things that we were doing at home on the sunny coast, but hopefully to a broader audience across the world as well. Wow. And you know what? Like you guys are literally just like scratching the surface right now. Like you guys are only just beginning. Like the, just you wait. the show is like just about to start. <laughs> you wait. There is so much potential of what you guys can do. And it's almost like there's the sky is no limit. And especially 
in the health space, like there really is no limit to the amount of things you can do and offer and people to help because every single woman in this world and how many women are there? Like billions. Mm -hmm. Every single woman could benefit from at least one piece of advice that you guys give. And also like men as well. Like I think like the menstrual cycle affects the whole world Mm. and like Mm. the relationships, like the deeper your relationships can be from men understanding what you're going through as well is just like uncapped. Like it is such valuable information and it can be super overwhelming. Like anything that you dive into, it's like, whoa, you're just like learning from scratch. But I think the best thing about the space that we're in is, like Maya said, our bodies do have all the answers. And I I can tell you right now, any girl that's listening to this, you already know. And when we teach you, you're like, like, it's just so beautiful to watch girls go like, oh, my God, like, I already kind of know this, but I didn't really put the pieces together. I've never had someone actually explain it to me. They're like, oh, yeah, I do, like you say, oh, I do feel like, you know, you want to go in a cocoon when you're bleeding. Oh, yeah, I always feel like I don't want to hang out with my friends then, you know? And it's just like all of these little things that you already kind of know, but you just haven't had someone like sit down and explain it and like tell you that that's a valid feeling to have because of what your hormones are doing. So like, yeah, that is just so, so special. And I think... 100% the sky is the limit. Mm. And I mean, you guys already have an ebook, which is amazing. And that would be a really good place for people to start, I think, because you mm-hmm. can download it straight away. You've got so much information that you can take in at your own pace yeah. as well. It also like connects all of those things we've been talking about today, like the nutrition, the physical side, the, the meditation side it has all of that stuff kind of just connected in that ebook. And there are about 60 links for you to go and go on different workouts for different phases, different meditations. Um, and then we've got a whole Spotify playlist as well that's yeah. catered for your... Yeah. 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 When you're in your ovulation, we've got all the good grooves for you to dance around the house. Like we've, we've, done, we've done it all. You literally so. set set everyone up because there would probably be a lot of people listening right now being like okay this all sounds great but like where the fuck do i start yeah and i think that ebook that would be, would be a great, great i place. still check that ebook on the daily and i wrote mm. it yeah. well it's like it's just like <laughs> it's a little Bible. reminder for yeah. yourself yeah and i think um even i have so many notes that i refer back to all the time because sometimes you just need to like remind yourself yeah constantly because we also there's a lot of information that you need to um compartmentalize in your head and say you've got information for your um follicular phase that isn't every day so it's like you have that information then it's like all right now we move on to the next thing and then that pops around again a month later and you're like oh hang on what was that again let me just flip back to that that (laughs) yeah yeah um and yeah. it's it's almost like a little safety blanket too because you know you've got like you've got something there to like lean on I guess yeah. if you're unsure and I know like if I was a beginner or like that would be such a good thing to give like a teenager that's first yeah. started their period yeah we had someone say that in a review it was like every girl should be given that mm. before they have their period yeah yeah. And as well, like our we love chatting. So like our inbox is always open if anyone wants to like ask questions or vent or just needs a little bit of extra knowledge or guidance of like where to get information, definitely DM us. We would love to chat with you girls. So Or if you just want to send us a video of your face because you think you look pretty, like we will Yes. Like, oh my god, love we that. Will hype you up. All right, girls. Well, I am so excited to watch your journey and although it is bittersweet to see you both go, I'm so excited and I feel like so proud of you both for what you're doing and the fact that you're just taking the leap and again, you're jumping off that cliff and you're just trusting that the universe is holding you down there like you can't you can't fail failing is not an option it's not on, it's not on the cards no, no you can literally only fail if you believe that you can so well, thank you for being there every step of the way oh You've well i'm still here the day yeah 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 i am an og <laughs> you are an og sister like honestly and we can't thank you enough like 
And thank you for like let's chat this chat. This has been so amazing and all the work that you do. I've actually worked with Nelly guys one-on-one -on -one with some issues that I was going through and she was absolutely amazing. So yeah, just thank you for all of the amazing work oh, that you do so and welcome. the information you put out. It's so, so special. Well, I feel like we are all on this earth doing the same thing, making the world a better place and helping people with, you know, the knowledge that we have. And I think what's better than like girls learning through things on their own and going through all these experiences women and then sharing. Women. Yeah. And then sharing that with other women. Like it's just, it's amazing. It's a and place to be. It is. And I have loved this chat. So thank you so much for you both for so taking thank you the for time to come and do this. Um, I'm sure we'll, you know, there's so many more topics that we yeah. could get into. So <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we'll, I'm be, sure back. we'll be back um, probably when you guys are, you know, in Morocco or somewhere. <laughs> we can check Book back it in. in. Book it in. Um, and Love yeah. It. Everyone, go and follow the girls because trust me, they are the sisters that you need in your life and you will not regret it. Love you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Love you, Thank girls. Thank you so much for having us. Bye. 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 <laughs> the content of this show is for informational and educational purposes only and is not a substitute for individual medical or mental health advice. As always, if you have any questions or concerns, please speak to your personal doctor or practitioner directly.